As someone who's been through the ups and downs of a weight loss journey, I understand the frustrations. Counting calories while pushing through workouts, it's exhausting. That's why if I had the opportunity to try Row Body, I'd be all in. Why? Because Row Body offers access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market alongside personalized lifestyle changes. And as I'm quite a homebody, I love how you can sign up online. So no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's R-O dot C-O slash snoozecast. like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please review us on Apple Podcasts and also share it with a friend. The best place to listen to us is on our website, snoozecast.com. That way you can play a single episode and fall asleep without another one automatically playing. This episode is brought to you by Knowing the Moon and Stars Are Up There, Even When You Can't See Them. Tonight, I'll be reading the classic children's story Heidi, published in 1881 by Swiss author Johanna Spiri. It's a novel about the life of a young girl in her grandfather's care in the Swiss Alps. Heidi is one of the best-selling books ever written and is among the best-known works of Swiss literature. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter 1 Heidi's First Mountain Climb. On a bright June morning, two figures, one a tall girl, and the other, a child, could be seen climbing a narrow mountain path that winds up from the pretty village of Mayenfeld to the lofty heights of the Alm Mountain. 
In spite of the hot June sun, the child was clothed as if to keep off the bitterest frost. She did not look more than five years old, but what her natural figure was like would be hard to say, for she had on apparently two dresses, one above the other, and over these a thick red woolen shawl. Her small feet were shod in thick, nailed mountain shoes. When the wayfarers came to the hamlet known as Dorfli, which is situated halfway up the mountain, they met with greetings from all sides, for the elder girl was now in her old home. As they were leaving the village, a voice called out, Wait a moment, Deet. If you're going on up the mountain, I'll come along with you. The girl thus addressed stood still, and the child immediately let go of her hand and seated herself on the ground. Are you tired, Heidi? asked her companion. No, I am hot, answered the child. We shall soon get to the top now. You must walk bravely on a little longer and take good long steps, and in about another hour we shall be there, said Deet. They were now joined by a stout, good-natured-looking woman who walked on ahead with her old acquaintance. And where are you going with the child? asked the one who had just joined the party. I suppose it is the child your sister left? Yes, answered Deet. I am taking her up to uncle, where she must stay. This child stay up there with all uncle. You must be out of your senses, Deet. How can you think of such a thing? The old man, however, will soon send you both packing off home again. He cannot very well do that, seeing that he is her grandfather. He must do something for her. I have had the charge of the child till now, and I can tell you, Barbell, I am not going to give up the chance which has just fallen to me of getting a good place for her sake. That would be all very well if he were like other people, said Barbell, but you know what he is. And what can he do with a child, especially with one so young? The child cannot possibly live with him. But where are you thinking of going yourself? To Frankfurt, where an extra good place awaits me, answered Deet. I am glad I am not the child, exclaimed Barbel. Not a creature knows anything about the old man up there. He will have nothing to do with anybody and never sets his foot inside a church from one year's end to another. When he does come down once in a while, everybody clears out of his way. The mere sight of him, with his bushy gray eyebrows and immense beard, is alarming enough. All kinds of things are said about him. You, Deet, however, must certainly have learnt a good deal concerning him.